Ladies and gentlemen, for your listening pleasure, I present to you the one, the only, the joyful Youper. Thank you for listening. So until I find something better, that will never change. Just so you're aware, I hope you like it because I love it. Thank you. Um, Thank you for listening. This episode is a little bit different than our previous episodes. And here to help me tell you why is my beautiful wife, Nikki. So Nikki and I were talking. And you know what? After 20-some episodes being uploaded and downloaded... You know, we figured it was a good time for a behind-the-scenes podcast. It was... I've had a couple of guests during the Bearded and Broke segments that are not released yet, but they will be soon. Just be excited. Um, so this, this week, I really wanted to tell you a little bit of history and just kind of get to know you a little bit so you can get to know me and why I am doing this podcast and why I release it on Monday nights and just the kind of story behind it. Now, this is kind of a crazy story. Um, I was working at a bar, a, a golf course, country club, if you will, and my I started doing trivia, and pretty soon, I became overwhelmed with my day job, and then coming home to do trivia, and putting the game together, and then presenting it. Well, after one or two of those, I'm like, I need help. And my wife and I, we, we've always been a team, we've always been... We we graduated college together. Well, her and I, I mean, we've gotten through, I mean, exams. That's, that's the reason I graduated college is um, because my wife helped me study for my Latin. Oh, my God. My Latin geography class. Remember that class? That sucked. That was a terrible class. Never take a Latin geography class online. If you're going to do it, take it in person. Um, so the reason I graduated college was, you know, her and I were a team and we shut down the library together, opened it back up the next day. Exam week was brutal. Absolutely brutal. What would you say your worst class was? Caribbean Lit. My professor knew. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty bad when your professor doesn't even want to be there. Um... I think my worst class was my Latin geography class. It was just horrible. What was the funnest class? I don't know. What 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 was? Anyone? Um, the funnest class not in your major. Or minor. Tech theater. Tech theater. Okay. Uh, what about in Northern? What about in the UP? Not in your major or minor. I didn't take any classes. We took rock climbing together. Oh, rock climbing. Okay, so rock climbing. Then. <laughs> the only other class that I took that wasn't in my major. I think, you know, rock climbing. I did fly fishing. That was fun. We did archery. Archery. Uh, wilderness first responder. Yeah. That was a fun class. So what for class? 
definitely take that if you can. It has helped me a lot. But um, so my wife, Nikki, and I, we, we got together in college, and we helped each other through college, and we started doing this trivia together. And she would come, and trivia was on Monday nights, and she would come every Monday night to kind of give me some support and help me out with the middle game and help me load everything up together. And it was just became Monday nights was trivia night. And then afterwards, we'd come home or go sing karaoke or whatever. And it became Monday night became our date night after I got done with work about 9 or 10 o'clock. So Monday nights traditionally were work slash date nights. Fast forward, I was talking with my cousin Joseph, whom you will hear from later, uh, and we had talked about doing a podcast, him and I, and it was absolutely crazy. We tried to connect everything. It kind of just fell by the wayside, kind of an idea in the back of the head. And then I took a, I signed up for a life coach program, life coaching program. By the way, if you are a, are in need of life coaching or want to become a life coach, hit me up. I will definitely recommend some great people. I like Gary V, Grant Cardone, Eric Thomas, Les Paul, um, not Les Paul. Les Paul's a um, Les Paul's a guitar. Les Les Brown. That's it. Les Paul is a great guitar company. Not sponsored, by the way. Although they can sponsor me if they want. Les Brown. Uh, man, I, I like a lot of them. Simon Sinek. Anyone? Which one do you like? You, you like Simon Sinek. Great. I mean, just great information all the way around. So I took a life coaching. Or started to, and then my brother died. Very, uh, my brother died, then COVID hit. And then everything was shut down, and I was like, oh my God, life kind of just crashed down. And my wife is also a children's author, or a middle grade author. Yeah. Middle grade, right? It's, it's, it's in the children's realm, but it's not a picture book. It's, um, it's one step above chapter books. So you have chapter books, middle grade, young adults. And middle grade March is this March? Is it a whole month of March, right? A whole month March. Middle grade March. Um, and so she writes middle grade books. She has three books written. She has a journal out, a coloring book out. And that's just your first series. Yeah. What else? What else? Um, you got however many, how many books do you got left coming out? How to write a book with kid on your lap comes out in April. How to write a book with your kid on your lap. So there are no excuses for you not to write a book, even though my wife is looking at me because I always said I wanted to write a book. Apparently I'm going to write a book, and she's going to help me do it. Um, no excuses. If you want to write a book, what was that crazy percentage that you told me? 84% of people want to write a book, but of those 84, only 4% do. Yep. Write it, not even publish it. Okay, so less than 100% of people, less than 4%, because you're talking 4% of 84%, which I'm not going to do the math. 
that seems like too much math for me. So less than 4% of people will actually write a book of the people that want to. But there's a new book coming out. If you want to write a book, how to write a, a book with a, with a child on your lap? Yep. With a child on your lap. Go into that just a little bit. Um, so we've got two small crazy kids. Um, they're less than two years apart. Um, and I homeschool. So I don't get like the eight hour break. Um, so anyway, when I decided that I was going to write children's books again, write again, um, I'm like, okay, I can do it. And then when I actually attempted to, I was always getting knocks on our office slash laundry room door. Um, the kids always needed something. Usually it was snacks. Um, but my son has always, um, she means our son, just so you know, our son, our son, son. we share him, um, likes to be close to people. Um, and so like was at work and I was at home with the kids and it didn't matter if I put on a favorite TV show and it just started, it seemed like I cleared the opening credits and then Everett was on my lap. And <clears throat> so this book is, it's just going to be an ebook form for now. It'll be on Kindle Unlimited. Um, and it's, it's a humorous account of what it's like to be a, an author, um, an indie author, who has to do everything on their own. Um, and a full-time homeschooling mom. So most of book one, Night to Be Fourth, was written with our son on my lap. Um, he'd be hitting keys. Uh, it was hard to sit at a desk because I had this old metal writing desk. And it, it was an adventure, but I was able to do it. And so this will have a lot of pointers um, to keep you on track and a lot of humorous accounts so that you know when you open 50 fruit snack packages a day and only get 200 words written, it's okay to laugh at that because you're not the only one that that's happening to. So that's what that book is. And that comes out in April. Yep. And you had just released the last of the Eleanor Mason Literary Avengers series. Yes. Um, I always tell people that my wife is a lot smarter than me. I mean, she's written books, literally written books, and I'm... And I just tell stories. But um, we're not going to get into that. She's laughing at me now. So we've always been a team. We've always been very supportive of what the other one is doing. I support her writing 100%. She supports all of my crazy, crazy ideas. And there have been a lot. How many business cards do you think I have? We have at least a dozen. At least a dozen. Of different things. And that's probably just the ones I've made. Yeah. I mean, business cards are cheap. You can buy them on Insta, uh, not Instagram, uh, Vistaprint for like 20 bucks. And you can do anything. You have no idea the power you have with Vistaprint alone. Do you want to be a professional uh, umbrella holder? Make a business card. You want to be... So I'm a professional statue. What do you mean? Make a business card? Boom. 
seals it in their mind. You have power in a business card. It doesn't matter. I think my favorite business card that I have just has my name and number on it, but that's my favorite. But you can do anything. You say, what are you what do you do? Well, I'm a statue for a living. And there are people that do this. They make money doing nothing. Literally nothing. They stand there and people pay them. No, 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 he could not. He, that would be a job easy. Nope, not for me. I mean, yes, it is very hard to stand still for that many hours. But wait, there's more. You can get the chairs that you can make and stand still on. So you can sit, you can get paid for sitting on your butt. I can think of about a dozen people that need to do this job. Um, so don't tell me you can't find a job because people are making money sitting still on their butt and doing absolutely nothing and they get paid for it they make money they pay their bills by sitting on their hind end what's your excuse i'm just saying um not that's my bearded and broke segment tonight um that's it <clears throat> be a statue um if you're already sitting down on the couch you might as well get paid for it i'm just saying uh <laughs> i know going off tangents so we started this because I w- we were doing trivia every Monday night. I took a life coach class, and COVID really just taught us that we can do anything we want, and it's okay. Would you say that? I mean, Definitely. Um, you can do anything you want to, and it's okay. People make more money than I will ever see in my life because they're an influencer on Instagram. They take pictures and say, I don't like this product. Here's why. They make people laugh. They have lots of followers. They make money hand over fist from their phone in their hand. 2020 and with COVID has taught us so much that you can literally start doing anything you want to do. And there's someone who will buy it. There's someone who needs it. There's someone who will give you money to say, I like mason jars. I like Altoids. Whatever you want. If you say you like it, make a funny video, people will buy it and they will pay you for it. So we started, um, I was working at a hardware store at the time. Had a couple of clients from my life coach um, program. And... You just decided, you know what? I'm going to start my podcast. And the logical, the only logical night to do my podcast was on Monday nights because our mother, my mother-in-law, my wife's mom, takes our kids so we can have date night every Monday. And we're like, okay, so Monday nights, podcast night, just like in trivia, and that's how the joyful Uper was born. Sort of. I should say, I had to throw my YouTube channel in there. Yeah, that's how your podcast was That's started. how the Joyful Uber podcast started. <clears throat> now, I wanted to do uh, videos because I've always been interested in videos. So I did YouTube videos, and it was a Joyful Uber. And I, I love doing them, and I still like them. However, I noticed I like talking 
in front of a mic more than in front of my camera alone because I never had anyone film me or anything else. It was just me recording and I was like, you know, we can do this with a podcast. It was a little bit more personal, personable, I think, than on YouTube. Eventually, we're going to actually film these podcasts, put them on YouTube, kind of do both, but this is the behind the scenes. This is why we started doing it. And then later on with the retooling at the beginning of 2022, we added the Bearded and Broke segment because the original idea for the podcast was a Bearded and Broke podcast. So I really wanted to have a throwback to that as our my original idea. And I wanted to include that a little bit of uh, for nostalgia, for paying, an, paying like an homage to the original original idea. <laughs> So, um, and who knows, eventually that might become its own podcast. I don't know, we've had a lot of really good, a lot of good feedback on the Bearded and Broke Pod before we left that. So, next week is going to be a little bit different. This week's different, but next week we have a full interview with a local, uh, I don't know, I don't know which one I should do. Jojo or Jeff, but we've got two really good interviews coming up for our Bearded and Broke, and I don't think that I could do them justice by splitting up the set, the Bearded and Broke interviews into segments, because it was such a good interview on both, so next week, it's just going to be Bearded and Broke. One episode, full interview special. We're going to go with Joseph. Um, he is a manager of a credit union. We're going to do, do that full episode with a with a credit union manager, financial advice, how to save money, how to make money, and not just from me. And some life tips through there. Um, thank you for joining me on this week's episode. I know it's a little bit different, a little behind the scenes, but... I want you to know that if you've ever had a dream of writing a book or doing a podcast or anything, you owe it to yourself to try. Because if I can do it, if my wife can do it with books, we know that you can do it. Because honestly, we are no better than you. You know, our lives just make us different circumstances, but we're no better than you. So, give it a try. Give it a try. Message me. Whatever it is, try it and then message me and tell me what it is. Thank you for joining me and my wife, Nikki. And I appreciate it. Continue to listen. I do have a new podcast coming out, Bedtime Stories with Doc. I've yet to record one, but very soon I will. Um, it is a podcast about, or that just, it's bedtime stories. And these are stories that I tell my children that have become household favorites. Your kids won't want to go to bed after them though, because they will be in fits of laughter. Just so you know, because yeah, we, we test out all the stories first on our children. 
and they don't like to go to sleep right after, and they never fall asleep during it. So they're bedtime stories, but they're not. They won't make your kids want to go to bed. So thank you for listening. Stay tuned for that podcast. Stay tuned next week for a special Bearded and Broke segment. Like I said, it's going to be the complete episode. will be all Bearded and Broke. Thank you for listening, and have a great night.